So a guy walks into a bar and says, hey, I want to be open to everything a situation can teach me and nourish me with without being disrupted by all the things I'm trying to prove that I know, without abandoning all the wisdom I have. The bartender looks at him and says, well, what does he say? One encounter, one opportunity. This is the Serve Conscious Podcast, the voice of the mindful service movement. I'm your host, meditation and mindfulness teacher, as well as hospitality nerd, Stefan Ravalli. Welcome to the show. So before we begin, I'm very excited to announce a new partnership between Serve Conscious and the Institute for Organizational Mindfulness. IOM is an amazing not-for-profit that is dedicated to bringing mindfulness into as many avenues of the industry landscape as possible. So they work with people and businesses to research, develop, and implement mindfulness programs that are most effective at up-leveling you know, the health, happiness, and capability of the workplace. And they also work with people like me to give their missions maximum impact and value to organizations that will need it the most. And what's in it for them? Well, a better world, of course, you know, greater awareness and compassion at the organizational level has quite a knock-on effect into society as a whole. And I'm really inspired to know that organizations like IOM are out there as catalysts for mindful living, revealing how easy and practical it is for anyone to incorporate. Really, guys, mindfulness is for everybody. Links to the Institute for Organizational Mindfulness are in the show notes. Hey, and while you're there, why don't you check out the links to the Facebook group, Inspired Hospitality and Service, as well as the ones for iTunes, where you can leave me a review and more people can find the show. Good day, and good lord, it is episode 50. My goodness, how far we have come. And yet, every day, every moment, I am only just beginning. I am at ground zero, ready to learn new lessons as though I know nothing. That's today's topic. I couldn't think of a more perfect anniversary topic than the beginner's mind. This is a principle used in Zen and Buddhism, and one of my favorite voices of it is uh, one of my teachers, Wuda, who was actually on episode 40. I'm going to leave a link to that. I encourage you to refer to that one for um, a deeper Zen perspective on the beginner's mind and a lot of the other amazing things we talked about in that episode. That's a huge favorite, one of the most listened to right now. Today, we're going to be talking about how powerful of a mindset this is in the service environment in any service role. If you have definitely already heard all of these points, then I recommend The Beginner's Mind. (laughs) Beginner's Mind is actually especially useful for situations where you're experiencing what feels like repetition, what feels like the same story, the same questions, the same conversations, the same annoying people, the same annoying challenges. Things seem the same. Your mind tells you that stagnation is occurring, and then you're unable to 
Experience the moment with any enthusiasm because you feel like it has nothing to offer you that you haven't already received from other moments in exactly the same way. And the beginner's mind is especially useful in dealing with your own arrogance and sense of sort of intellectual superiority um, blocking you from feeling like you can learn from someone or something. Um, as I struggled with, with my snobbishness over the years, thinking I was better and smarter than others and had nothing to learn from them. Nothing could have been further from the truth. I was the dumb one in that equation. I was the one closed off to everything life had to offer me and wrapped up in my own head and ego. What is the beginner's mind? It's what happens when you bring to action the principle of true wisdom is when you realize that you don't know anything. I'm sure you've heard that one before. What does that look like in daily life? It looks like the beginner's mind. And the beginner's mind is not a sort of dull, dumb, ignorant passivity. Beginner's mind is an active awareness process. It's not like you're abandoning everything you know. You know, if you have a PhD in something, it's not like you suddenly just like, you know, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, everything you've learned, just so you can be open and receptive. Your birth of knowledge that you've acquired over the years can be there, leave it there in the archives. It'll emerge when you need it. But it is acknowledging that all the information in your mind can be an obstacle to acquiring new information. And I don't just mean data. I mean experiential information. Wisdom that you gather from being aware, not just memorizing data. There are layers and layers of subtle information available to you in each moment. And each moment is unique and offers a unique packet of information ripe for the plucking if you're just paying attention. And even if it seems like it's the same situation, there is a unique experience to be had and a unique lesson to be learned. So if someone starts telling you the same story they've told you before, as you may have heard from your parents or grandparents, the information might be really similar, but the moment is unique. And not only that, but you are unique. Your mind is unique in that moment. The state of your consciousness is like it has never been before in your life. And so when you experience that information, you'll be experiencing it as a different person and be able to draw out different lessons from that information. Now, this has been especially relevant to me in the last few years because I've been living with someone with dementia and that involves a staggering amount of repetition. Someone with a mind like that doesn't know that they've said something before. And by before, I mean five or ten minutes ago sometimes. So they will repeat it. And then the next day, say the same thing because people with degenerative mental diseases don't tend to have a huge repertoire 
of things to say available to them. So, things are always better when I apply the beginner's mind to these situations. Now, does that mean I can expect the situation to give me mind-blowing life lessons every time I hear the same thing over and over again? No, of course not. Anytime you expect something from the situation, you expect to get something out of it and your ego hijacks your presence, then you've lost contact with the beginner's mind. This is for all my achievers and seekers and aspirational folks out there. All the adventurers that are living with a hunger for new experiences and new opportunities for growth and revelation. You know, I am one of those people. I talk about the power of living like that intentionally and recognizing that your humdrum job or wherever you are in your life right now can be a source of that. However, once you start expecting and requiring it, then you disrupt your variability to have those revelatory experiences. So it's funny, with the beginner's mind, you are always living in readiness and honoring the moment as constantly full of potential. And that potential can be experienced if you are never in a state where you're dismissing a moment, a person, a story, anything as insignificant. And living in such a way will bring insight. The thing is, it only ever comes spontaneously as a natural byproduct of being present in a very simple way where you're not expecting anything from anybody. You're just innocently there in a way and ready to serve. You're asking the question, what does the moment need of me right now? And not what extraordinary, fantastic, perceptually orgasmic experience can I have right now? So all of the fruits of service are available to you and they will come to you if you serve consciously and desire them. It's totally fine to desire them. It's just a matter of taking your desire for them and your hunger for certain kind of insightful, ecstatic, joyful experience and putting it on the shelf and getting it out of the way of whatever's happening right now, of your innocent readiness to serve and not need anything in return state that you're bringing to the moment. And then that stuff will come spontaneously. But it cannot come by you forcing it. This is like the classic, you know, Zen Buddhist conundrum of never forcing things that you want to happen. Because the more you force and the more you press and strain, the more likely it's not going to happen. The more likely your mind is going to create resistance to it and close something off. Everything that I tell you, you can experience from service, comes in through the back door. It doesn't come in from you saying, yes, I'm going to extract this all right now from the moment and these people that I'm serving. No, it comes from you really, really honestly, simply from absolutely like, you know, ground zero, experiencing each moment with the beginner's mind. And then insight will kind of broadside you 
from some sort of unexpected direction. Because that's really what learning is. Learning isn't getting what you want or expect. A true lesson is something we don't know yet. It's something that we can't imagine needing. It's something that we may have like an inclination towards or a suspicion of, but it's true nature will always be something way beyond what we expect. So all this value I'm talking about that you get from service will arrive using any door but the front door. (laughs) It'll come from all unexpected directions. And this will be an experience that is not scary or overwhelming, but something you find inspiring and embrace because of the beginner's mind and remaining established in the beginner's mind and saying, oh, yes, of course, this unexpected lesson arrived because life is way bigger and way more full of possible lessons and insight than I can possibly expect or imagine. And often your learning isn't something that's even happening on a conscious level. Like consciously, intentionally, you are being of service and being present as possible and being as kind as possible and compassionate and listening and caring. That's all being done deliberately. That's something you can control. Your state when you show up. But then what comes to you as a result? What you get from the situation, that's beyond your control. And all of the learning is often clicking into place underneath the surface. That's why you can't say, oh, what's my wow lesson right now? Because I'm paying attention. It should just, you know, dance in front of me like a pixie. No, the beginner's mind is fine with what is seemingly boring because underneath the boredom, there is always something happening. There is always insight forming and new perspectives, untold growth that your conscious mind can't even conceive of yet. And yeah, screw it. Let's get cosmic. It's the 50th episode. (laughs) If you are experiencing something again, and though it may seem boring, and though you may say to yourself, why can't I be done hearing this story? Why can't I be done dealing with this repetitive question or pattern or situation or person? It's probably because you're not done learning the lessons from it and you are being provided them again. So your understanding can deepen. So the insight that you need can continue to be fed and form under the surface of your consciousness. My dementia-stricken father-in-law lives somewhat on repeat. And every time he cycles through something he has said, dozens, maybe hundreds of times before. It doesn't mean that I'm going to learn some dramatically new information about him or some dramatic new insight about the meaning of what he's saying. I mean, there's not some kind of like hidden mysteries or like riddles (laughs) to what he's saying. It's like going to lead me to a treasure or something if I just keep listening and piecing things together. But what is occurring is I'm being invited to show up in a more and more refined way to being present for him each time he repeats something. And though he's not repeating these things very consciously, it is on me to be the conscious one and very aware of myself in the situation and very intentional about 
the kind of person that I want to show up for to him. Still allows opportunities for you to say, hey, this is what I know. I have expertise in this. This is where I stand. And doing so from the place of the beginner's mind just means that you're offering that because the situation has presented itself as needing your perspective. It's valuable and uplifting to the situation rather than you just trying to prove that you know something. And really, anytime you're not in the beginner's mind, it's probably because you're trying to prove something, either to yourself or to whoever's in the room. You're trying to prove that you already know something and you don't need whatever experience this is in the present moment. However, you're missing out on a lot because the present moment is the only experience that's available to you in every moment. <laughs> I know that sounds like simplistic, uh, but I think we forget that, that we are cheating ourselves out of 100% of reality every time we dismiss a moment as not valuable to us because we think we already have whatever information it has to offer. Oh, and it makes us really boring to be around. I don't know if you've experienced talking to someone who always knows the answers. Uh, you're never really able to feel like you're connecting with them because you're speaking and it's like they're not hearing it or receiving it. They're just looking for a way of saying, this is what I know. And when you're not responding to the moment, simply to something that is already in your head, it sounds pre-recorded. It sounds almost like the repetition of someone with dementia or Alzheimer's. With degenerative mental diseases like that, you don't have anything new forming in your mind. In fact, that is deteriorating. All the new neural connections that form during a process of learning. So you just repeat whatever is still held together somehow. And that's the sort of robotic quality of someone that has locked themselves out of the present moment and into the safety of what they already think they know. It's almost dementia-like. That's why people don't like know-it-alls. Not because you're doing anything wrong. Not because you're causing harm, necessarily, unless you get really condescending with your language being like, I know and you don't, therefore you're stupid. Some people do imply that when they speak. But a know-it-all never seems like they possibly don't fully know something. So they're not learning. And people can't experience you having new learning experiences. And people like participating in your learning. People like having someone walk away saying like, wow, I learned something from this moment with you. And if you can do that in a situation where you are of service, even if you are in a teaching role, some of the best teachers I have had have told me that they gained just as much or more from the situation as I did from them teaching me. And that's far more uplifting than feeling like someone is just this like vessel of knowledge that's going to empty itself into you somehow. People want to live co-creating each other's growth. 
rather than just being spoken to from this pedestal of perceived knowing. That's why educators, spiritual teachers, uh, business leaders, leaders of any sort, or also content creators now, and novelists and authorities on things, they make themselves deliberately vulnerable, deliberately posing themselves as someone that doesn't fully know, even if they're extremely, extremely schooled on a subject, just to, A, make themselves more relatable and less formidable. Not just that, though. I feel it does trigger more beginner's mind mechanics and does open them to more possible growth and learning in the moment. And if any of you are afraid of seeming vulnerable, of making yourselves open, too open, to the wrong things getting in through the beginner's mind, you can also look at it like this. It actually safeguards you against indoctrination because you're always questioning what you think you know as well, what's being fed to you. You can actually use this to take constant, clear, unbiased looks at things. And by unbiased, I mean not conditioned by what you believe you have previously understood or learned about the world. So in fact, you're in more of a position of strength here. I think also of uh, Byron Katie's The Work, which is uh, really powerful to read about any of her books um, regarding the inquiry process of being able to look at anything and question it, especially the things that have a really strong grip on us and trigger a lot of conditioning. So anytime you experience something, either in your own mind or in the world, you ask yourself these four questions. One, is it true? Two, can you absolutely know it's true? Three, how do you feel? Like what happens inside of you when you believe the thoughts around what you're experiencing? And number four, who would you be without those thoughts? And so using inquiry practices like this from a grounding in the beginner's mind, you are able to more clearly look at yourself and who you are in this moment and what's getting in the way of uh, you being who you want to be. All right. So what are we talking about here? Are we talking about deep inner philosophical journeys or are we just talking about service, Stefan? <laughs> How far out do you want to spin? Well, really, this all gets funneled into how you serve in any role. And this is always at play during my evolution as a service person, a service professional, a servant to my various communities. My success in doing it effectively and joyfully and fluidly has always been in proportion to how much I could remain connected to the beginner's mind. And the better things got for me was always in proportion to me shedding things that I need to prove that I know, which doesn't mean shedding things that I know because wisdom doesn't go away. You know, once you cultivate understanding, it's there, it's yours. It's tools you can continue to use 
in any situation. What serves you to get more skillful at dropping is the constant proving, the need to reassure yourself that you're not deficient because you know this or that. That's all that we're really trying to do when we're spouting out all the stuff we know in any given situation. Or we're closing ourselves off to the situation and telling ourselves we don't need it and what it has to teach us. We're just protecting ourselves because we are worried we're deficient. Well, you're not deficient. Let me just tell you that right here on episode 50, and I will on 50 more episodes. You, as a person of service, are complete and ready to engage fully and openly. You have the confidence in yourself to embody the beginner's mind and get the most out of every situation. Because all you got to do is do it and catch yourself when you're not doing it. And pay attention to why it is that you're not. And it's a process. God, I mean, if I could tell you how many times in a day I'm not perfectly embodying the beginner's mind, but it's about living with the intention of remaining as open as possible and as willing to shift and expand our perspectives regarding what we think we already know. And when you do that, everything gets better and more exciting. And you will seem smarter. (laughs) If you're worried about seeming smart or not, you actually seem smarter if you're paying attention to the lessons that can be learned. Intelligence really isn't about what you already know. It's about what you're willing to learn. Hmm? What do you think of that? All right. (laughs) I'll leave you with that, and I'll thank you for being on this journey with me thus far. It's been a wonderful 50 episodes, and I look forward to 50, 100, 200 more, whatever it takes to up-level the service culture of the modern world. So thank you again. My name is Stefan Ravalli. Check out www.surfconscious.com for more free content. And please give me a review and some commentary on the iTunes store. It's infinitely helpful for people finding the show and for me to get an idea of how it's impacting your life. So check it out and subscribe to the mailing list if you haven't already and get a free ebook and notifications every time I drop some new content. All right. Thanks again, guys. You have a great day. Bye-bye.